Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked, the scary story improvised podcast. I'm Damian Tepping. I'm Cody Crane. And it's the two boys back again for another week of adventures. Oh, yeah. That's I've... what they say. Well, yeah, because I, I didn't uh, I didn't see you uh, last night. So you were gone. You did see me last night. Well, not all night. I'm used to <laughs> yeah, knowing you're in the room. Yeah, I was here till about 11 o'clock. So, yeah, but I, you know, everyone mm-hmm. left. Everyone went to bed and I was just up wandering around. Yeah. And I noticed I was just staring at the cookies you made. Yeah. Did you have some cookies? I didn't. I didn't have one. You didn't have one. Go take one right now. Uh, right now. Right now. Go get a cookie. Uh, I want to watch you eat it, and you're gonna eat it down nice and quick, and you're gonna uh, like it. I can wait. I can wait. Okay. Okay. But I was. I was thinking about just like, just looking at them and thinking about the word cookie. Uh, okay. Just because it's like Is this some weird cookie monster tangent. No. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe. <laughs> Maybe this is going to be educational for people, but I'm just thinking about the origin of the word cookie. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you would be like a cook and someone would just call you a cookie. It's like, right. oh, yeah, he's doing a cookie. over Like there. in uh, Matilda, where they call the lady who bakes the chocolate cake cookie. Oh, they do? Yeah. Well, she's making cake. Yeah, but they called her cookie. <laughs> okay. I guess I guess it would be like that. Yeah. So uh, I <laughs> I guess Matilda's just the origin of the word. Well, it was the trench bowl who said it, not Matilda, but oh. <laughs> and I think cookies were before that. And uh, cookies Roald, were before is, the movie Matilda? I think so. And I think uh Roald Dahl was Roald Dahl from was he American or was he from the UK? Yes. Cuz I think I think in the UK they call cookies uh, biscuits. Well, yeah, they got everything backwards there. They drive on the wrong side of the street. Well, here's the uh, thing, they though. Say, they say hello, governor, instead of uh, what what's going on. If bud? you're a bad guy, they'll call you a baddie. If you're a good guy, they'll oh, call yeah. you a goodie. So if you're a cook, you're a cookie. And if you're a police officer, you're a copper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like how happy you were with it. <laughs> oh, that's I watched. Uh, what was that show with Idris Elba where he was a, a, a police officer? Luther. Luther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time he said, it's like, it's okay with coppers. And I laughed every time he said it. <laughs> Did you watch a lot of Luther? I watched uh, I watched uh, all of it. It's on CBC Gem. It's good. It's a good show. It's just I couldn't take him seriously when he said that he was a copper. I mean, what a great addition for CBC Gem. Yeah, that is. <laughs> all Canadian content. Yeah. Of course. Uh, CBC Gem, if you're listening, though, do something about your ads. Oh, my God. That is the worst part of the CBC Gem app is you watch. They'll have a few ads. I'm fine with five ads in between. But if it's the same ad over and over again, I lose my friggin mind. Uh, I mean, my favorite part's the ad. Yeah. Yeah. You love hearing the same ad over and over. And over. I like watching the same Kim's yeah. convenience ad on repeat. Other than that, <laughs> CBC Gem, you're doing a great job. Just fix your ads. OK, putting you on blast right now. But it's not all about fucking CBC Gem today. All right. All right. It's about our guest. <laughs> we got returnee. We have Everardo Ramirez here. What's oh. up, guys? Oh, awesome man. to be back. Uh, I do have a lot of things to say about CBC Gem. My feelings about it. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Shoot. This Honestly, is- mm-hmm. they have good shows. Yeah, <laughs> great yeah. select, like a surprisingly <laughs> good selection of of shows. Exactly. <laughs> but it is the worst app. 
<laughs> like like uh the actual app itself is like very yeah um poor interface bad, bad to use <laughs> yeah like it doesn't even tell you like what like, like there's no continue watching feature mm-hmm. it's like oh, i gotta yeah. remember yeah you start over and you have to yeah. go through those ads <laughs> oh. it's brutal <laughs> but they have good they have a good selection of shows like Better than I thought they would, to be honest. Uh, top five shows on CBC Gem. Go. <laughs> okay, we got uh, Family Feud with Jerry D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, that's I'm Mr. D. So late. Oh, Mr. D as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jerry D. Holiday Special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and some and a couple others. <laughs> so they actually do have good shows though but the app is brutal <laughs> five, you named five four and three and then number one and two were just a couple others <laughs> i i think it's the only app where you can or like i don't think there's any other streaming service that has kids in the hall right like that's the big thing. uh that's true sure. that is honestly the best thing on it mm-hmm. but they yeah. got uh pen one five that was a good show mm. Hey, Gary cool. and his demons. That was good. Yep, that's good. There's yeah. a lot of good content. They just need shows. to. They just need to fix their ads and their uh, user interface, and then they'd mm-hmm. be an A plus. Uh, a plus app. So your book. thing is, you want more ads. Yeah, Technically, want... you want more ads. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I know, I know it's a free app. I understand there's going to be ads, much like with like YouTube. Yeah. The one benefit about that is, though, they'll they'll have a block of ads and they'll play three different ads rather than the same ad well, over yeah. and over. The and thing, the ads on YouTube will radicalize you. Yeah, which <laughs> which is what I'm about, really. Well, at least the ads on YouTube are for something like the CBC Gem ads. They're only their shows like the ones that I'm seeing are just Kim's Convenience and Shit's Creek over and over again. And if yeah. I have CBC Gem, those are the two shows I know about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's like those are the only shows you know about. Yeah, they're not making any. <laughs> those money are the only shows the ads. CBC knows about. <laughs> Amazon Prime does that too. They'll they'll play ads for other Amazon Prime shows. It's like I have the app. I pay for this already. I don't need to see what other shows you have. I mean, I'm purposely not watching Jack Ryan or whatever. Yeah. The, <laughs> the only action show that looks boring. <laughs> um. So Jim and- from the office. Uh, what's up? <laughs> uh, you're returning to the podcast, and you might not know this, but um, having two episodes as being the guest is a pretty big rarity on uh, old uh, Spooked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really is. This is an honor that you have, as well as maybe four others. Something well, I'm honored. Mm-hmm. You're a much requested uh, guest back. The uh, the fans demanded it, so we I'm said, back, baby. Let's bend the rules, bring them back in full gas. Yeah, that's right. Nice. My campaign to get myself back on <laughs> ghostwriting fan requests has worked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, usually we just bring people back as guest hosts, but we're like, we don't need a guest host. We need a full on guest today. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. that's that's exactly right. And I was Love looking it. back at your episode because I was thinking about what you said for believing in ghosts and i gotta ask you again if uh this has changed in any way you believing in ghosts uh do you remember what you said the first time um i don't really remember what i said but probably what i still believe is that i kind of want to believe in them but uh for some reason my brain is like come on 
<laughs> yeah it's you know it, what i mean yeah 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 you that's almost exactly well you said uh you want to believe in them but you just know better <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wish i was stupid <laughs> that i could believe stuff uh no i think i don't know i honestly maybe i do believe in them <laughs> oh you're turning around oh boy you know what i'll say i believe in them yeah or okay. i believe in I don't know what I don't know what I actually believe in. <laughs> I was gonna actually think about what I believe, and I was like, no, I can't get into that now. <laughs> I can't take the time to actually think about like this serious question in the middle of a podcast. That's what we're here for. We're here to we're here to crack it open and shed new light on uh, if you believe or if you don't believe. Yeah, if you didn't come on this podcast, you'd never think about this question. Yeah, probably. and you would never know for sure yeah. what your true uh, belief system is. And that's why we do this <laughs> thing is to help comedians find out what their belief systems are well all i know is since i've uh, come on last i mm-hmm. now know that my apartment is built on a pauper's grave oh that's some new information that i found like mr pauper's penguin like i guess like a pauper like the prince and the pauper like an old mm. oh some <laughs> like poor an dead old guy. timey like uh yeah <laughs> well, so how, how did you find this out I don't really know. I guess, um, well, my girlfriend found it out, uh, but she, uh, I don't know how, how exactly she found it out. There's like some park next to our apartment that I, and like there also was a church next to our apartment. Mm-hmm. And I guess back in the day, there was like this church graveyard where like, if you were just like, didn't have any family or whatever, <laughs> I don't know, you would get buried there. but then years later when it's time to build this condo uh they just were like well let's just pave over this like no one cares anyway they're all like old ass poppers yeah (laughs) this is real estate so i think they got it right (laughs) hey i mean you know let's they need to make uh more very unaffordable housing in toronto Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh so I think honestly, maybe there could be my place could be haunted. If anything could be haunted, this apartment would be prime uh, mm-hmm. ghost territory. I think. Well, yeah. So I, I'm I'm waiting to see some sort of sign or haunting. I, I like to imagine that she just googled. Did any poppers live here? <laughs> <laughs> I I think like. Uh, yeah, your your ghost experience, it's it's going to be coming soon because like we're still stuck in quarantine here. I think we were stuck in quarantine the first time you were on, right? Or I were you so. were you here in person? I think it was pre I was there in person, yeah. Yeah. Mm, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. This was You know what I just realized? I think there's actually a ghost that lives in my building and I'm not even like saying that <laughs> as a joke. I just remembered about this guy that I'm like, "Oh yeah, I always think he's a ghost." Is it just some old guy? In a different it is an old guy. <laughs> and he's like, oh, he always wears like the same thing. Like he's an older guy. He's always wearing like an old, like cable knit fisherman sweater. He's got like the Bart Simpson closet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like corduroy <laughs> pants. And like he, uh, he's a very nice guy, to be honest. Um, he has like, uh, he like looks like a ghost. He's like very skinny. Mm -hmm. like hunched over and he's always waiting for one specific elevator Uh, (laughs) there's a couple elevators in my building and like 
whenever he's ahead, there's like this rule now with only two people allowed yep. at a time in an elevator. Um, and so if he's ahead, you know, of course, I assume he's going to take the first elevator, but he's always like, no, like, go, you go ahead. I'm waiting for this one. He has like one specific elevator that i like so i'm wondering is he a ghost you don't know if he's real like if anyone else can see him then and i don't know if anyone else really know talks to him like he's he is always standing near the concierge mm. or by the elevator and he's always holding a bag i feel like this is more an, uh, a reflection on how we view uh the elderly in our society oh <laughs> <laughs> oh boy could be <laughs> I, I think there's a chance that this guy's tethered to the shaft of he the elevator. Be. Or he's just a good friend with the concierge. I, could be. Yeah. I mean, he's a nice guy either way. Yeah. But honestly, if you saw him, you'd be like, yeah, that's a ghost for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, you would know. It maybe sounds bad what yeah. I'm saying, but honestly, if you saw him, you'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's a ghost. Yeah. Is is his, like, uh, sweater kind of, like, covered in white powder, too? Mm-hmm. And shackles. Like, yeah. That's the other thing. He's always covered in shackles. Yeah. There's always like uh, uh, baseballs bouncing through him. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. He's always eating hot dogs and they're falling right through him like Slimer and Ghostbusters. Yeah. Well, he might be a ghost. I don't know. I, I don't want to. I don't want to draw any conclusions off of that. I mean, at this point, he's either a ghost or a cartoon character, and there's no in between. Yeah. Either way. I'd love to love to know more about him. Well, he's always waiting by that elevator, so you know where he is to to ask the hard hitting questions. Mm-hmm. That's true. You could ask the concierge. I mean, if he's always there, I'm sure he's seen him. That's we're, true. We're asking you to do some deep Sherlock Holmes some ghost level detective work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'd love to. Maybe next time, if I if I ever come back on Spoot, I. I hope to have more information. Oh, yeah. If you have a full uh, this. investigative report, we'll make a segment of it. You'll be the first uh, guest to have a trilogy of episodes. Yeah, and it'll be like your yeah. correspondence on it, too. It'll be great. Um, I have a couple of haunted stories here um, as well that I wanted to run by uh, the two of you. Um, yeah, let's hear it. I didn't warn Damien about this, so he you might didn't... get upset. Yeah. <sighs> I, I might. Wait, what are your guys' belief in ghosts? You guys do believe. I don't. He he doesn't. Oh, you're a scully and you're a Mulder. Exactly. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I see. Mm-hmm. And then he, he gets mad about ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> right. You get mad at ghosts because like a ghost is always like rattling your cupboards and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, it's not a ghost. <laughs> yeah. It's Just a train. down. <laughs> honestly if i got haunted and they were like fucking around with the like cupboards and shit like i would that would just bother me yeah like that's not even scary to just like close the cupboard come on <laughs> yeah if you're gonna haunt me haunt me come on make well, the walls bleed or something i yeah. mean with with our cupboard too it's above like a light so if it's in a certain position the cupboard starts burning the yeah. door yeah i know oh damn a ghost could really do some damage on this apartment actually <laughs> <laughs> we're a tinder box in here we're ready to go up at any minute <laughs> yeah, uh, you do you do just keep oily rags in your cupboards too yeah that's and, true and flint <laughs> and on and open cans of uh varnish just lying around <laughs> well yeah you never know when we can get to it that's true <laughs> 
Uh, I, here's the first story. I got two. Maybe we'll get to two. Maybe we'll just have one. Um, but uh, this is a, uh, a haunted doll story, mm-hmm. which we've all uh, known and loved Annabelle at this point. Right. You hate dolls. Um, yeah, I, I guess I. Uh, except the dolls you collect. Except the dolls I collect, which I mean, I, I got to uh, go after Ev uh, soon enough about uh, uh, him seemingly hating Funko Pops when it's my entire life. Oh, you're a Funko Pop head. He is. It's uh, uh, it's it's a lot. You know what? I honestly get it. <laughs> I but, uh, I collected them like I collected a few, you know, before uh, the pandemic, like over the years, you know, franchises I like Big Lebowski, yeah. Pulp Fiction, you know, um, I collected the I had the Sex Pistols ones and then uh, my Johnny Rotten Sid Vicious Sex Pistols one. Uh, start of the pandemic, sold them, the two of them, for $500. I bought them for $10 back in the oh, day. Oh, shit. So, oh, so there's like there's like a collection aspect to the, like, um, like a Beanie Baby kind of thing. Yeah. Trading. Like, I'm, I'm flipping. I'm flipping these bad boys. I got a whole business out Damn. of them. What's I, your rarest Funko or your most valuable Funko you ever had? I got a 1,000-piece Snake Pliskin Escape from New York. Damn. He's at about $400 now. That's pretty cool. And I think, uh, I think, yeah, I think I'm going to quit acting, quit comedy, and become full time Funko flipper. Well, if that's the case, you're doing everyone a favor then. <laughs> yeah, maybe people <laughs> will pay me. Honestly, if you can, like, uh, just flip Funkos and, like, make money off that, why the hell not? You know? Yeah. You could be like um, uh, one of those YouTubers you watch. That's true. I could start YouTubing mm. about uh, Funko Pops. Is that too far, Ev? Do you think? I don't know. You know what? Honestly, who knows? I have like <laughs> stupid shit that I collect too, <laughs> like comic books or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this could be worth, you know, a lot one day. Like, like a issue of like uh, Spider Man with like Obama on the cover, which like, I could be. I don't honestly know if it's a first press or not, but like I showed it to one of my friends who is like a comic book collector and he, his mind was blown. And I was like, should I like sell this? Like, I don't, I don't even know really like how to get involved with all that. And like, Mm -hmm. I don't um, get it graded. Yeah, I guess I should, I guess I should take it to like uh, Pawn Star, Chumley. (laughs) I need to find that Chumley of my own. That's true. This is going straight to Chumley. Chumley, if you're listening, give us a call. We got some uh, comic books we need graded. Well, I think that's the third episode of the podcast. Road trip. Three (laughs) of us were selling our comic books. We're going to Vegas. Getting all your stuff. Well, if CBC Gem is listening, they could probably get us in touch with the History Channel, which knows where the guys from Pawn Stars are. So I think we'll get there. I don't think CBC Gem has any contacts with anyone. You don't think so? All right. Well, <laughs> well, they'll contact the CBC. The CBC will contact the History Network. I, I, based off of it, seemingly the same people getting shows in rotation. I guess that's true. <laughs> I don't think they have any outside contacts. Yeah. All right. Well, like, like we got a new crop of uh, stars for the next twenty years now. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, why, why, why do any more than that? It's it's true. 
Um, so haunted doll. Oh yeah, back to it. I got, <laughs> that's what we were about. Right, we right. got distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know when you're thinking haunted doll, you're probably thinking something Victorian. You know, not necessarily. Yeah, yeah, or like a magician's doll, like a dummy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like a Chucky, like a ventriloquist doll. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Th- those are all very scary. Mm. Just when I was thinking about, I'm not scared of dolls. The idea of a ventriloquist doll just brought me back. Yeah. I was that like, Goosebumps ah. episode. Yeah, maybe I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine Walt Jeff uh, Jeff Dunham's Walter <laughs> hunting, oh, yeah. or any one of his racist puppets being <laughs> haunted in the haunting you tonight. Yeah. They're not only are they haunted, that is chilling. They're they're racist. Yeah. The fact that there's not like a B movie, like kind of like parody esque on a like comedian that's dolls get haunted. That's like just Jeff Dunham, basically. It needs yeah. to happen. Hey, that could be the first spooked production, you know? That's true. Do the dolls haunt him? Um, yeah. Yeah, they're trying to kill him. Yeah, I think so. Kind of yeah. like, uh, Mr. Popper's penguins, but with scary rude dolls. It'd be go. kind of funny if one of the dolls was rude. I guess they're all kind of rude. Yeah, they're yeah. all rude. The one they're all like, rude. The one does this, you know. Maybe the comedian. The other one's an old uh, man. That's true. Do they are the voices the same as when they were being uh, controlled by the ventriloquist, or are they different and they're mad about it? So like that's not what I sound like. No, they're the, they're the same. They're yeah. the same. Okay. Yeah, they're like because they're mimicking him now. Oh, they're making fun of him. Yeah. You know who we need for this project is actually Jeff. We need Jeff Dunham on board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So this would honestly can... like he should make a movie like that. He would, I don't think it's really up his like his style or whatever. But if he <laughs> did, people would be like, oh, he's actually kind of cool. But yeah, I feel self awareness I mean? to it. I think. Yeah. Would be... I, I feel like. Uh... If we got this somehow, we could be the new trauma. That's true. And uh, we'd really take off. Yeah. But the thing about (laughs) it, though, is like if we get Jeff Dunham involved, he's going to have to probably put up most of the money behind this. So I'm also starting to think, (laughs) Ev, uh, that the majority of the times that we've uh, spoken now, you've uh, we've talked about Jeff Dunham. Did we talk about it last time, too? Well, uh, when we were talking the mass Singer, we were so confident that that man was Jeff Dunham. Oh, yeah, right. That he just became well. a through line. <laughs> wow. Um, but the haunted dolls. Yeah, we'll get to it eventually. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> third, third time's the charm. Maybe we're only going to do one. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, you, you think of old, right? When you think of haunted dolls. Well, yeah. this story was a haunted doll. It was a Disney's Frozen Elsa doll gifted on 2013 Christmas. Okay. Um, and it seemingly came to the child haunted. <laughs> yeah. Um, they uh, they uh, decided to throw it away at a certain point because like it, it started with just like uh, talking, you know, and uh, doing the classic songs, probably let it go, you know, like that. And then all of a sudden, uh, a couple months later, it, it only spoke Spanish. That's crazy. That's the whole reason they thought that it was haunted, <laughs> was that it spoke Spanish? It had a Spanish setting? That's, um, that's the whole reason they thought it was haunted? <laughs> yeah. And then it started showing up at different places in the house. 
And the kids swore they didn't put them there. Yeah. Okay. I don't believe that for a second. Mm. Mm -hmm. Kind of like an elf on the shelf sort of situation. Exactly. A a Spanish elf on the shelf. Mm hmm. Well, they uh, they uh, were showing up on like in inside the bench, inside the uh, the bread maker. <laughs> That's crazy. It was trying what? to kill itself. Did it ever speak English and then switch to Spanish or was it just always Spanish? It it originally spoke English. Yeah. OK, that is honestly weird. I feel like it's like if it was just Spanish right out of the box, I would be like, OK, well, it's obviously a mispackage or whatever. Yeah. Like this was supposed to go somewhere else it could have a language switch it's like that uh treehouse of horror where they have the evil crusty doll and then at the end the guy just comes and flips (laughs) the switch from evil to good (laughs) i i don't think it could have a sap button like Mm -hmm. on the old tv (laughs) now i now damien i i have a couple of these elsa dolls in my bedroom and i've searched them high and dry i have not seen a switch you've done more than search them high and dry (laughs) let me tell you We can hear it out here. Trust me. Uh, But they ended up getting rid of this Elsa doll. Mm -hmm. Right. They gave it to a guy. (laughs) Was it you? No warning. Uh, Yeah. No warning. (laughs) Uh, And the guy taped it to, I guess, the front bumper of his truck and just drove around with it. Okay. Until he died. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Car accident. Okay. Oh, really? Mm hmm. Maybe. So now, now you're kind of on board with the whole thing, right? That's uh, why. No. <laughs> it seems weird when, okay, like when truckers, first of all, why do truckers tape their like teddy bears and shit to the front of their mm-hmm. trucks? I've seen that a few times. And, but if it's like a teddy bear or an animal, it seems normal. But if it's like Elsa, mm-hmm. like a human, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's something like a little weird about like that, you know, like it'd be, totally fine if it was like garfield or whatever like a garfield doll or whatever but if something it, about a human tied up that it's like uh it feels like a thing where if i had it like on the front of my truck i'd be like like why would i put it there right. if i had like i guess if i had a kid and they died i would and it was their favorite toy or something right okay yeah put, that would actually make sense put it up there i just don't want anything on the outside of my car like i don't like bumper stickers or any of that shit yeah get rid of it also i just looked it up uh there are more than thirty-eight thousand people who die in crashes in u.s roadways every roadways every year so, how many of them had haunted elsa dolls in uh, the 12.4 deaths per 100,000 inhabitants so you know it's uh, you know that's a lot of people dying every year well yeah that's the perfect crime for a ghost to uh commit yeah, right it's so uh it's so hidden with, <laughs> right <It's> transfers <laughs> um the <laughs> I, I guess there's another one here about a deadly exorcism. Okay. So uh, it began with uh, a 26 uh, year old named Kennedy. He was acting strange. <laughs> His name was Kennedy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you've, you've seen it before. I've seen what before? Someone named Kennedy. Their first name? Yeah. Have I? I don't know. All right. Okay. Surely you've seen it before. Yeah. Probably have, but um, so he reportedly bit his father. Okay. Threatening to cut off his own penis. Wait, threatening to cut off his own penis? Yeah. All right. And he would constantly complain 
about a uh, python being inside of him. And his family had to restrain him every night to go to bed. What does this have to do with ghosts? Well, he's possessed. Is uh, what they say. Yeah, they're, they're saying. Yeah, they're saying he's possessed. Right, right. Okay, so rather than dealing with his obviously undiagnosed mental trauma, they're they're saying that he's possessed, and yeah. probably doing uh, way more harm than they possibly could have otherwise. Harm? No, they're restraining him at night to go to bed. They're restraining him at night and then treating it like a possession. That is yeah. not helping. <laughs> that is making it worse. We'll just get a priest in here, spray some holy water on him. Yeah, He'll be just fine. Tie him down every night for bed. He'll snap out of it. Yeah. Um, and then it turns out, uh, well, he was complaining was about. <laughs> <laughs> I guess when the, he was restrained at night, he would often complain about dehydration. So probably possessed. Maybe he had rabies. Yeah, maybe he did. And they have to take him out Think back like it. old Yeller. Ooh. Well, you've he, seen old Yeller, right? You know what happens, right? He ended up having breathing issues mm -hmm. and he, he died. He was pronounced okay. dead because he was strapped down to the bed and they weren't giving him anything to drink. Yeah. Well, yeah. But after he died, mm -hmm. like he could have died from anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just because he was strapped down and, and wasn't drinking. <laughs> <laughs> could have been a number. It was probably could have just been a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. More likely it was the Python that was crawling around. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It was the Python. So uh, but after he died, all seven mm -hmm. of his family members mm -hmm. were accused of manslaughter. Yeah. Oh. Huh. False imprisonment. Yeah. And causing or allowing the death of a vulnerable adult. Yeah. So that was the possession. So wait, 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 wait a minute. What the fuck? There was nothing about possession in that. All that was saying was about a family who falsely imprisons someone in an unwell mental state and caused their death. Yeah. There's nothing paranormal about that at all. All they did was kill their schizophrenic son. Yeah. Nor his needs. Yeah, who kept complaining <laughs> about having a huge python in his pants. Now we got to go to jail for that? Yeah, he didn't like having a big old ding dong, so he tried to cut it off. And they're like, no, you got you to gotta keep that gift. Well, you might be interested to see this mm -hmm. uh, when they examined the body. Yeah. They uh, saw a bunch, 60 possible snake bites. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right. Possible snake bites. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? So, I mean, like, if you were to think about bites. it. Uh, no. He his family, they strapped him down. He couldn't breathe. Uh, he died. And then he cursed them to all go to prison. What? That's fair. The... that's fair. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of, of that's the kind of possession that we're dealing with here, Damien. Now, what if you were in this situation? Just try to put yourself in uh, the family's shoes. If I was the family and I was uh, <laughs> falsely imprisoning and restraining uh my relative mm -hmm. yeah well i'd probably turn the rest of the family in <laughs> and free that person and get them the help they need yeah i mean if i was getting arrested for that i'd be like oh my god come on 
<laughs> <laughs> we only tied him up. He wouldn't shut up. Good I grief. Like, yeah, like, come on. <laughs> we won't do it again. I mean, that's fair. He was possessed. <laughs> <laughs> what was I supposed to do? <laughs> Call 911, get him to a doctor, and uh, get a medication to make him better? Come yeah. on. I, th- I think this is my favorite ghost story. <laughs> yeah, this one is tied with uh, the Michael Keaton movie Jack Frost for my favorite ghost story. <laughs> <laughs> Which is te- he's technically a ghost, yep, that's but in true. snowman form. Mm-hmm. I agree. That one that one's a really good ghost story. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about that one. We almost when we did our uh, ghost movie thing, we almost included. Uh, um, a Muppet Christmas Carol. There was a few others we had too, didn't we? Well, yeah. Last stories? year we did a ghost bracket. We should have done another Jack ghost Frost bracket. Would have been great. There's so many ghost mm-hmm. movies out there, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Jack Frost has to top the list. Mm-hmm. He gets uh, he gets snowballs in that one movie, <laughs> and it's, snow boobs. I think. If you were to think about all of the uh, different uh, possibilities of being a ghost. Is Jack Frost where you go to? Is that like the the one you're <laughs> like, like oh, snowman I ghost? Yeah, I hope I become a snowman. <laughs> snowman ghost could be good because then it's like, well, like with global warming, like and less snow, like well, then I'd just be able to be released into whatever, like mm-hmm. out of this ghost, like because this is another thing that like kind of this in between ghost world. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Or would I want to be like kind of like a rascal ghost? Like one of I'd want to be like Cas- one of Casper's like mean uncles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stinky stretch and um, what was the last one? Stinky stretch and uh, Fatso. Was it Fatso? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> there we go. You would think when you see Fatso. Yeah. And this is coming from a chubby guy. I assume that he's the stinky one too. I assume he's got both. <laughs> Well, the sticky guys they're like, well, really... they're not just going to call him Fatso, right? Like that, <laughs> and they're like, oh, they did just call him that. And I guess they didn't like... want to call him uh, Fat and Stinky Guy, too. Yeah. They well, got to he... give him one bad thing. He honestly, he could have been all three. Except Stretch. No, yeah, Stretch. His, his skin is stretching. Stretch. He's stretching. Yeah, his skin is stretching. Yeah. I guess that is true. Mm. He wow. could have been called Stretch because of his stretch marks. That's true. Well, okay. Well, next time when they <laughs> when they remake the movie, it'll make it one person. Yeah. Honestly, we do Casper. Yeah, it'll condense the casting of the whole thing. All right. Uh, whichever studio's making this new movie, we we're making it one character, and Cody, he's looking for an audition hard right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just. This is all just me pitching to be every part. <laughs> He'll play Casper too. He doesn't care. No, yeah, I got that. He'll Eddie Murphy it and the clumps it. He doesn't care. (laughs) I feel like it would be a lot uh, easier to do it with a a movie like that where it's just all CGI. (laughs) No, no, you're going to do a practical effects. But yeah, I think it would be. You would just be doing different voices. Yeah. Yeah. Would you mocap for that? Um, Oh, yeah, I would do. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. You could just do Andy Circus jumpsuit, <laughs> and then they could just take that for all characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't want anyone else getting money in this movie. Sure. I, w- I want to be there every day for every <laughs> single detail. Just you alone in a big warehouse yelling at it yourself. Yeah. Do you think I'm going to be like uh, Bradley Cooper and just have James Gunn's brother do my mocap? No <laughs> way. <laughs> Yeah, like when they were like, and Vin Diesel is in it. He's like, we're like, not really, though. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, he did record every time he said, I am Groot. Like, okay, <laughs> but that was still like, what, half an hour? <laughs> yeah. Half an hour in the booth. Excellent paycheck for him. Oh, no doubt. And probably his best performance. Yeah, He is good yeah. at it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is true. Unless you want to count the pacifier. Yeah, that is very good. <laughs> We've been watching the Fast and the Furious movies lately, and he is not not my favorite part of those movies. Yeah, my my favorite character is uh, Paul Walker's. So I'm hoping to see where oh. his character goes in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> I think honestly, I don't. Well, I won't tell you what happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God! I don't want. Okay. I don't want any spoilers. <laughs> <Sounds weird. laughs> um, but on that note, we got a story of our own to tell. Mm-hmm. We all drew positions beforehand. Um, Damien, do you want to reveal what you drew? I drew the swing. <laughs> no responsibility within the story. You can do whatever you want, and I will. Hmm. I got the celebrity, mm-hmm. so I click the button on a random celebrity generator. It's going to give me four options, and I will have to appear as one of those celebrities at some point during the story. Uh, so I got Morgan Freeman, Harry S. Harry S. Truman. Celebrity? <laughs> <laughs> He's my favorite celebrity. <laughs> Uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, Harry S. Truman really fits in with the bunch. Star-studded cast. Um, We'll have to see who's needed for this one. But uh, Harry S. Truman seems to be staring me down more than any of the others. That's true. And then, uh, Everardo, that means that you drew the the narrator. The dreaded narrator. Yeah, well, for the narrator, we're going to go to canigetit.com for a location, a relationship, or a word in order to get this story started. What would you like? Uh, a location, name, or word? What was it? Location, relationship, or word. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's do a, uh, I guess, a relationship, maybe? Yo-yo artist and agent. Okay, okay. Yo yo artist and agent. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Like, is this someone who does yo yo or someone who paints yo yos? Like, mm-hmm. designs well, yo yos? We'll see. I guess we'll see. And their agent. And uh, we can all be also other people, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys ever yeah, have uh, yo yo guys come into your school when you were growing up? absolutely not what do you mean yo-yo guys i don't think we had yo-yo guys we had there was a yo-yo phase for sure like yeah there was like one year when everyone uh loved yo-yos yeah myself included i had a vhs tape about how to yo-yo we damn who was on it like fast eddie 
It might. I think it was Fast Eddie. Fast Eddie. <laughs> he was the big one. Yeah, I remember. That's the only one I know because yeah. I think he had a, like a yo-yo. Yeah, <laughs> his own brand of yo-yo. That's some kids. Was had. he with Omega or was he with a different thing? I can't remember. Because there was, was Fast Eddie. There was Omega. Dun- I think he was like, with Duncan. I think you're right. Honestly, I think I, I did have a Omega Fireball yo-yo. I did the, too. Like, and maybe even a Fast Eddie. Yeah, my, my Omega Fireball had a little belt clip case to put it in, too. Oh, damn. <laughs> I wonder what the percentage... I was never good. But uh, we never had a yo-yo guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, for a motivational <laughs> speaker. Like... <laughs> I only remember one guy coming into our school. Yeah. And uh, they did this whole, like, video about the Holocaust. They did a video. Yeah, they did a whole video about the Holocaust. And then the guy came out and did stand up for about 30 minutes. What? What's the deal with the the, the uh, I don't even want to say, say it. But you know. He, he did like what kind of stand up. He was he wasn't doing Holocaust stand up, but he was doing like a playground. He was doing like, oh, like I remember on the monkey bars or whatever, you know, or something. And then oh. <laughs> after his set, he brought out a Holocaust Wait, was survivor. He a kid? No kid stand up. Okay. No, he was like an adult. He was like thirty to forty, probably. Oh, he was probably just like I'm out of school. What can I talk? Monkey bars. <laughs> I feel like if I was like the Holocaust survivor, I would be so confused that you you lead in with like a whole video about it, and then you mm. just have this guy doing thirty minutes of bad stand up just to kind of be brought in. Like that's yeah. how I'm introduced. It's oh, like I'm the mood. This this guy was like uh, a star at the time, though. You know. Like when he did stand up in front of our school, he said where to follow him on Facebook. And we all liked his page and he probably got hundreds of likes. So you probably still have his uh, page liked. I probably I probably do. We should Uh, find this guy. We should get him on. Well, I mean, was K. Trevor Wilson. It it was such. I wonder who it was, honestly. (laughs) It was such an insane thing, just because he he talked like after he brought out the Holocaust survivor, she spoke for a little bit, and then he talked. He spoke again, and he just talked about like (laughs) how much it meant to him, and that's why he organized it. So like he actually organized this whole thing. Interesting. But like now, knowing uh, being a comedian, I guess. Uh, he clearly just did it so he could do stand up from school to school yeah. and just needed a spin. On yeah, to a way it. to sneak in stand up. That's so smart. Yeah, because I mean, what's going to turn down someone talking about the Holocaust with a Holocaust survivor? It's like, you didn't tell yeah. us you were going to do a, a weird stand up for 45 minutes. <laughs> I, th- I think it's that kind of innovative uh, thinking, um, Everardo, that's going to take you to the top. Yeah, I need to hit the the motivational speaker circuit. Yeah, you should. Uh, you know, you forget should... the clubs, forget the alt rooms. Bring a golf <laughs> it's war. The schools. Bring a golf war veteran around to every school. Yeah. to talk about the horrors of war, and then do a tight forty-five on cinnamon rolls or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. 
<laughs> I don't remember really who came to our school when I was younger. I do remember there was little people playing basketball. That was a motivational. I thing remember that, that one too. And did they and play they like they were like doing awesome stuff tricks and everyone's like, what the hell? And then now I'm like, what? What? <laughs> did they did they play your basketball team? I think they got to like play some kids or something. Yeah. I don't really remember. Yeah, I remember uh, that. It was weird. <laughs> Yeah, it was a yeah Ontario uh, school motivational speaker circuit is is a real um, I don't know it's a real interesting <laughs> circuit I guess interesting world how is do you it, how do you showcase for that how do you get in on that I mean if you if you can't um, get into the CBC then you have to go to the motivational speakers oh no. yeah. <laughs> oh no <laughs> you it's either school circuit or cbc or you're nothing <laughs> i feel like i'm like as a stand-up comedian i'm like uh not that funny so i feel like i could fit in perfectly <laughs> <with a> motivational <laughs> like i'm like kind of serious i'm not that funny so <laughs> I feel like it would be a good good career but we'll see <laughs> see you know we'll see what happens yeah, all right. <laughs> Play it by ear, you know? Yeah, that's all you can do. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, yeah, should we do spooky this? yo-yo yeah. artist and agent. I like okay. how, uh, just before we get into the story, the when we you were on the first time, we got into the improv within the first 14 minutes. And now I feel we like we're like 50 in. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Sometimes you just gotta catch up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. I guess we could get into this though now. Yeah. So I gotta set the scene. Okay, I'm the narrator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, we were doing yo-yo artist and his agent. Okay. Yeah. Um. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/spooked. S-P-O-O-K-E-D. To get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day is Va- coming up. Valentine's Day coming up. And it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. You know, and the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, Mm -hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and Mm -hmm. and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out and um, gives me anxiety it uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions. Exactly. Yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah. In bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. 
BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all uh, online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of like in person and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person and it's more of a connection. No! Do online. Do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com slash spooked to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Today. How do you start a, how do you start a story? <laughs> <laughs> we open on uh, at Los Angeles. A uh, bad, <laughs> a dingy-looking agent's office above a VHS uh, store. <laughs> Mikey, uh, sit down. I want to talk to you about your yo-yoing. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, boss. Listen, Mikey, you've been hanging out outside the CVS for the last six weeks, trying to get people to give you money for the thing. Listen, you gotta get more money. You gotta get paid. If you don't get paid, I don't get paid. We got to get you on the big shows, the talk shows, the morning shows, the the kids shows. I don't give a shit. I mean, I'm just thinking about what you're saying to me. I'm taking it in. And all I'm thinking is like, get me on the talk That's shows. That's the problem, That's, Mikey. You're not paid to think. It you're sounds like more yo-yo. your job and you're putting it on me that you can't get me on there. No, 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 no. That's your problem, Mikey. You're thinking too much. What you got to do is you got to think about the tricks. You got to think about strings and little round pieces of wood or plastic spinning around in optimal ways, you know? What do you think I'm doing out on the street? I'm practicing the tricks. You're standing outside of the CVS. That's all you're doing, Mikey. You're bumming cigarettes and bottles of Listerine. Excuse me. Excuse me. Can you guys... I'm, I'm trying to go to CVS. Could you guys get out of the way? You're kind of oh. kind of right in the door, and, and this guy's kind of swinging a yo-yo. Around. It's kind of really dangerous, and I just kind of got to get a soda water. So, so sorry, sir. See, you're already getting me in trouble in front of... Mikey, this is your problem. Sir, do you work hey. for a talk show? No, but you know what? I am, I, I am actually a junior agent. I don't know if you've noticed, but we are... There's kind of an agency next across the street, and uh, do you guys do you, are you guys like a duo, an act? Uh, uh, actually, I'm, I'm looking for someone to bring in. And my boss says, if I, I haven't signed anyone, I need something. Just, honestly, just something to show him. He probably really? won't sign you guys, to be honest. But let, let me let me talk with let, let us have a moment there. Mikey, I know I'm your agent, but if we both got an agent, maybe he could get us gigs. Well, it, it seems like he uh, it would be just like a jump for me to do. Well, listen to this, Mikey. We go together because I'm your agent. You pay him. You, you pay me. I'll pay him a little bit and it'll be all good. Don't worry about it. OK, how about this? You pay me. He pays me. Why would I pay you? Well, because I, I'm bringing you into a new agency. I'm your agent, Mikey. You haven't got me a part or a gig or shit all in years. I got you that CBS, CBS gig. Look, I didn't realize you're his agent. Well, what? I'd like I'd love to maybe sign your client. Because, <laughs> look, to be honest, can I speak to you, Mr. Yo, your artist, forget your agent? Because honestly, this guy seems like a bit of a con man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy's doing nothing for you. You're doing gigs out front of CVS. Thank you. I could get you gigs in 
you know, in front of a couple hundred people, maybe in front of a middle school, high school, eventually we'll start slow elementary, middle school, we're going to high school gigs. High school. That's where the money's at. Oh, okay. 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 So basically what I'm trying to avoid here is I don't, I don't want to sign with you and you take me to a middle school, you get me to perform and then you come at me and you're like, Hey, you're just performing at a middle school. Cause that's kind of what I'm dealing with now, just at a smaller scale. Cause he gets pissed off. No, what you're dealing with now gets... is you're you're basically busking in front of a CVS. That's small. That's small scale. You know, that's a, that's like open mic. You think I could be bigger? I think you could be bigger. And you know what? Uh, my boss is kind of an idiot. So we could just say you're a duo. You could come and come on as an agent. That could maybe be part of your act. But really, I'd be both your agents, and I would be taking a pretty big percent of your act but think about it you'd be making more money anyway i see how it is mikey you want to go off to someone else get a fresh agent a new start i get it you want to bring you can come along (laughs) you want me to come along i mean i don't care either way whatever i i just don't get the angle of the act here like so you are trying to get rid of me mikey i see how it is well i was there for you for years i was there with you for the height of the yo-yo movement i was also there for you at the crash of the yo-yo movement when you were at your lowest oh my god shut up (laughs) (laughs) yeah you gonna come or what i'm i'm signing up i'm signing in all i need to know from you if you want in with us boss you got to walk the dog at least once. And if you can't walk the dog, then I don't even I don't even see the point. And am I wrong here? High powered agent. I don't know what you're talking about. But look, <laughs> <laughs> all I know is we could book you in, say you're some motivational act, get you uh-huh. out on, you know, the elementary school, maybe, you know, get you out swinging that yo-yo in front of uh, fifth graders, sixth graders. Who knows? The sky's the limit. If if I'm like a motivational act, then uh, what's the message I'm trying to portray here? Am I? Oh wait a minute! You know, basically, kind of like a liquid. Liquid can happen if you follow your dreams. Now you know I used to be a huge loser, hanging out in front of CVS, spinning around, get uh, spinning, kind of blocking the doorway, blocking the light. I don't know. And then you're like, look at me now. I'm talking in front of a school. Ah, and look, I can boss. do walk the dog. You can be, you can be, uh, look, look where you're at. If you don't follow your dreams. Yeah. You could be kind of like a cautionary tale. We could, you know, we could, we could make a narrative at it. Maybe like make it like a kind of a show. Like maybe you're like a, like a yo-yo superhero. And this guy's kind of like, uh, like a villain, like some sort of weird villain that's trying to get in your way, whatever. Right, right. I see how it is. Fighting him with yo-yos. Listen, Mikey, a lot of things. good luck to you. Have fun with this new bozo. But just remember, you screwed with the wrong yo-yo agent. You'll regret this one day. I know you will. I certainly hope this doesn't come back to bite me, but you got a deal, sir. Now, Mikey, would you get out? I got to go to the CVS. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you are kind of. I still do need that soda. I'm just gonna run into. I know we said bye to you, but I I am just going into the CBS as well. But don't talk to me once we're inside. Okay, all right. I'll just wait out here. Wait up. Yeah. We we cut to a middle school uh, principal's office. Yo yo artist is trying to 
trying to plead his case. Now, uh, let me understand this. You're a, a yo-yo artist, mm -hmm. uh, and you, you want to come in, do a few tricks, and talk about following your dreams. Is that correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's check this one out. Mm -hmm. uh, baby in a cradle. Yeah. He learned that this morning. Oh, wow. This morning. Oh, yeah. Well, because I'm proof that if you put in the work, you can achieve anything. Just like these kids, you know, if they put in the work, they can pass the test. Well, I don't like to give unrealistic, <laughs> unrealistic goals for our students. We got a lot of real duds in this school. But uh, if you think that you can sway them to maybe try a little bit harder in their classes, I don't see what the harm is. Look, sir, I don't want to give any unrealistic expectations to these kids. Yeah. What I do want to let them know is if they practice yo-yo, every single one of them could become famous and they will become rich. Right. That's right. all. That's all. You know what? These kids need and dreams. And you can show that by doing a very basic kind of walk the dog, cradle the grave. And I'm sure there's some other tricks too you can do, right? I actually don't really know. Oh, yeah. I, 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 got, I got more tricks than you could even believe. You see... If your students get inspired by me, yeah, I already said yes. I don't know why you're trying to sell me still. Well, because I, I got a side hustle here, too. Uh, okay. You know what? This they, is a hard sell. So, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> they can then, uh -huh. after being inspired by me, hand me their certificate for being an Ontario scholar. Okay. And I will, in return, Give them a yo-yo. Well, I got to say, you've unconvinced me, and I don't know if this is a good idea anymore. Okay, uh, we're going to play hardball. I respect that. Honestly, I do respect that. As You, you as a, a vice principal kind of picking uh, what's right for your uh, school's kind of leadership. All right. all right, you won me over. Again. You can do it. It's fine. You know what? Here's the deal. Whoa. We'll throw in some educational bullshit, maybe throw in some Holocaust stuff. I don't know. Something about Terry Fox. Some bullshit. Uh, just sandwich it with that. Lead in with that. Some talking about 9-11. I don't know. And then he gets into an awesome trick to lighten the mood. That's yeah, 10 minutes on 9-11, 20 minutes on yo-yo, and then maybe 30 minutes of free-for-all. Well, you know, see what happens. Yeah, and then I'll, I'll tie in walking the dog across stage with uh, Terry Fox. Mm, yeah, mm -hmm. I don't think Terry Fox had a dog, did he? Well, no, but... <laughs> I guess he I'm walking like he, he did. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK. Yeah, All right. You know, well, let's let's get it. They won't really think that hard about it. Honestly, right. they're not even going to listen. to that. All right. Well, let's uh, let's do this. Uh, how do you guys feel about um, uh, right now? Right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. We did notice as we were walking into the school, there was the the uh, the gym was filled with students sitting cross legged <laughs> waiting for something. I didn't realize that. <laughs> When you it's, called and saying you needed an act for your assembly. I thought maybe next month, a few we, weeks from now. We needed it right now. Our last guy canceled. Okay. So that's why I brought you guys in here. And uh, I know I was hardballing you there, but uh, I just had to make sure you guys were the real deal. Okay. We, we got to do we it. Are. I mean, this is our All opportunity. Right. Well, let's get out mm -hmm. there. Hey, everybody at uh, Eastside Middle School. It's your old pal, VP Daniels. Y'all love me. Y'all know me. That's right, kids. Uh, anyway, we got a special surprise for you today. We got uh, a yo-yo man to come out here and talk to you about 9-11 uh, for a little bit. Okay. Listen, sidebar here. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, 
I think we might be in some big trouble here. I thought like maybe if uh, we got more time, then we could get someone that was actually like yeah. knowledgeable on 9-11. Maybe. You know what? Honestly, I thought we'd have a couple of weeks to workshop this as well. Wait, is there something else you want to talk about other than? No, no, no. Sidebar, sidebar, sidebar. Okay. Distract okay. the kids. Hey, you know, just fill, the, just fill some time. Do oh, some stand up. Me? Yeah, just do some stand up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ask them what's the deal with homework. I don't know. Uh, hey, <laughs> kids, uh, what's what's the deal with homework? Am I right? Your teacher's always loading it on you. All right. Don't you get enough work at school? Here, here's what I'm thinking. Here's the top of my head, okay? If we're going to make this work, I need you to pretend to be... Uh, who was the guy from the league that uh, pretended like he was in the Holocaust or in uh, 9-11, but he wasn't in 9-11? Steve Rana Yeah, I'm gonna need you to go out there and pretend to be Steve Rana <laughs> Okay. And then I'll we'll have an Steve, angle. I'll go out there, fill some time with a fake Steve Rana story. I'll say that I was in 9-11 and I was pushing <laughs> say I was pushing people out of the, the way or in the way, whatever whatever works, whatever they want to hear. I don't know. Well try to try to here's try what to you gotta it, do. <laughs> try to make it that you're helping them, not pushing them down. Right, right. Okay. Well, we'll work out the details when we're out there. You we'll kids, kids ever been on the monkey bars and think, I've never seen no monkeys on these bars. <laughs> right? Okay. Kid? The kids, right? the kids are, they're getting rowdy. They're booing. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Go up there. Save the day. Save the day before the I kids go are away. asking for so, a little bit more uh, experimental, alty stuff. Bring in the substance. You know they need I'm going to need you to do your big showstopper out there. Okay, I'm going to go out there, talk about Z-Ren and Z, do it for z is easy. When you come out, when I, my big closer, I need you to do your big trick, okay? Right, okay, yep. Which, of course, walk the dog. know, walk the dog, <laughs> followed by the Harriet, or the uh, Truman, I don't know, whatever, whatever your stupid tricks are, I forget what you call them. Yeah, I don't know why they call her lunch lady. Okay, this, this Hankin uh, is a lunch uh, ha hag. Okay, this principal is bombing out there. He keeps looking at us. <laughs> he, he's actually pulled out a notebook and keeps asking, what else? <laughs> <laughs> the kids are sighing. Okay, I got to get out there. <laughs> what else? What else? Oh, no. No, kids. Uh, oh. You all remember, I don't know if you guys remember this, but I was from a show called The League that not many people watched. And those who watched it claimed to like it. Um, I want to talk to you about a day that is one of the most important days of all time in history. And of course, I'm talking about uh, one, of the big, one of the biggest holidays of all time, 9-11. And I don't know if you kids were born, some of you... Uh, on during 9-11, but I'll tell you, I'll never forget where I was. I was in line at an M&M meat market, probably on my seventh or eighth sample of little juice. I don't know if you remember this. They used to have these stores that gave out free little samples. They had a, a cooler of juice. And I, of course, would uh, go there every day and just drink sample after sample of juice and never buy any of their frozen meat products. It was one of these days, just like any other, where a cashier at M&M Meat Market was pleading with me to leave the store or at least stop drinking your juice. And I said, hey, shut up for a second. And I looked on TV, and there was the planes going down. 
And I said, holy shit, I got to get my ass over there. Um, so I went over there and, you know, I was like, what are we doing here? Should we push? Are we trying to push them in, push them out? Um, and a lot of people yelled at me and it was a pretty traumatic day. And uh, so I just want you guys to know about it, that I was there. And I am, of course, Steve Remedies from whatever that show was called. Look, anyway, enough, enough of that. Look the dog. <laughs> Pretty cool. The kids are going crazy over this stuff. Walking the dog, <gasps> going nuts like an opera, at a, uh, like an audience at an opera taping. Which is bring cool. back the stand-up principle. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're gonna like this. Everyone okay. in New York walks a dog like this, you see? And then, you know who would be against 9-11? Oh. Harry S. Truman. The kids do not get the reference, and they are pissed about it. We don't get it. Boo, you stink. Go back to okay. CBS, you bum. I just wish that the re. How did he know I was at CV? Wait a minute. <laughs> what? Uh, what? <laughs> the yo-yo guy's sweating. Doesn't know what to do. Vice principal looks at him, oh. kind of shrugs. Come, oh, come, come on, you gotta get win him back somehow. I recognize Listen, that boo out there. You do? Yo-yo guy. I've been your agent. I don't. Even, I realizing now. I don't even know your name. <laughs> I don't know if you have a name or if you're just known as Yo-Yo Guy and quite frankly, it doesn't even matter. You stink, Mikey. I think All the I know contracts is... I signed were null and void. <laughs> well, that is true. You did sign it on a... Uh... You did sign it on a newspaper. It wasn't even really a contract. It was a, p- a loose piece of garbage. I said, we'll deal with that later. Don't even... That's not a contract. We'll sign it later. But you were so adamant, which is kind of why I took you on. Look... These kids are nuts. They don't give a shit about what we're talking about. And to be honest, I feel like we've let them down. This is the showstopper. You got to do Cradle to the Grave or whatever that yo-yo trick is. And you know what? It's got to be big. And you got to, maybe if you could take some of these more rowdy kids out with your yo-yo, kind of in like uh, maybe a yo-yo superhero kind of breakdance fight kind of way. Then I think they'll give us time to get the hell out of here. I gotta be honest with you. What I'm doing out there already, the walking the dog, the Harry S. Truman, that typically slays outside the CVS. <laughs> I'm telling you, I recognize that voice out there, and he seems to be leading the charge on these booze for these kids, these impressionable kids. Who's that? Which what's good? <laughs> <laughs> wearing a propeller hat it's the old agent in the audience <laughs> oh and, uh, shit uh, what's the deal with uh, recess am I right kids uh, why can't recess be all day and classes be the short time in between right the kid wearing a propeller hat and Groucho Mark fake nose and glasses stands up from the audience pulls out a gun shoots the principal Joker style just like how Joker shot Robert De Niro in the head you did this, Mikey. The crowd goes nuts. They love it. <laughs> this is weird for us. No, what are you doing? You're killing a you killed a man. That's not it. That's right, Mikey. That's how you go out and kill. You go out there and you do it. And they love me for it. Wait, do we know you? You seem super familiar. Wait a second. 
Rip, rip. <gasps> that's right, Mikey. I'm your old agent, boss. No, that's not it. That's not it. I know you from somewhere else, man. Are you sure that? Are we? Are you sure uh, you're not the guy who from from the? You stood in line behind me. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know yeah, you CBS. are his agent. You are his agent. Yeah. So yeah. you know what? You just got one of those faces. I know like a hundred guys that look like right, you. Right, 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 right. I'm sorry, man. I didn't recognize you. It was only I'm. I feel so stupid. Listen, these. But kids, it seems like you got something to work out with him. I'll leave you alone. A burn like that could only be finished off with a cradle to the grave. I don't know about that. I'm gonna shoot your yo-yo out of your hand. That'll teach you. The bullet hits the yo-yo and reflects back at the guy hitting him in the shoulder. Oh, now sit down, boss, because you're going to want to see this and it's going to end you once and for all. I don't know. Let's see a trick so good that it will lay you out dead and you'll be like a a ghost coming out of the body and you'll just float right through the ceiling. Okay, we'll see about that, Mikey. (laughs) Here we go. You just, you just <laughs> threw your yo-yo up into the rafters. You got it all wrapped around the yeah. basketball hoop. I don't know is what the trick I... that is supposed to get tangled, or is it? I don't really get that trick. It seems like honestly, you have more work to do on that one. You're losing them. <laughs> uh, what's the, the deal? kids are booing? <laughs> what's the deal with gun violence in schools? Am I right, kids? Somebody call the, somebody call an ambulance. Hey, why isn't this guy dead? <laughs> you think you think that my trick failed? You think it failed, boss? Yeah. Janitor, hit the fans. <laughs> what? <laughs> he hits the switch on the fans and the fan starts spinning around, making the uh, yo-yo string wrap around the propellers of it, forming a cradle as it rocks and rocks and rocks and lays out the formal, former agent. Every kid starts rip, whips out their cell phone and films this crazy yo-yo trick. Their minds are blown. The biggest cradle to the grave ever recorded. Wow, that janitor did such a cool yo-yo trick. Yeah, that janitor was awesome. Oh no, wait, it was it was oh, oh cool. The janitor is so cool. We should the go kids raise up the janitor like uh like an old king or something, praising him. <laughs> or like a coach at the end of a football movie. Janitor, janitor. <laughs> the janitor. kids grab a tub of Gatorade and throw it up to the janitor. Janitor's pissed because he knows he's going to have to clean that up. Oh, you damn kids. I'm going to have to clean that up. I'm all sticky. Well, yo-yo guy, I think our work here is done. Sometimes it's not about getting the praise at the end of the day, but just getting the money for the job. Unfortunately, I, uh, I'm not going to be able to give you that money because I, uh, I'm not going to sign you on as a client. There's a dog who just did a crazy TikTok with his grandma. And honestly, that's kind of more the direction our agency, I think, is going. I'm also pretty sure the guy who hired you is dead now, so he can't exactly fulfill the contract. That's true. That's why you always get paid first. And that's your first lesson. Well, I suppose that if that's the way it's going to go, then back to the CVS. Sorry, you're talking to Mikey. 
Are you telling me that? <laughs> or... <laughs> I was just kind of, I thought that you would just leave, you know, with the, take your St- Steve Ranazizi impression and <laughs> your TikTok dog and you just tour around. And I, just... you know what? This dog, I'm just getting a text. The dog uh, had some pretty racist tweets, so we're not going to be able to hire him after all. Yo, yo, guy, you're back in. No fooling. You're back in. Let's hit the roads. I got some high schools to hit. High school. I mean that only in a in a motivational speaking yo-yo way, not in a weird way. Okay. I just Middle don't school. want everyone. <laughs> I know everyone else here is dead. I just don't want them in case anyone else heard. I I don't mean it that way, but you know what I mean. We gotta go. <laughs> Middle school to high school, we're moving on up. Spooked. Nice. Wow. That was a scary story. I feel like, like I was transported back in time <laughs> to my high school and middle school days. If I knew that's how exciting uh, these motivational speakers would be, I wouldn't have skipped so many of them as a <laughs> child. <laughs> Do you, uh, do you think that you uh, could um, really uh, make something of yourself uh, going school to school as Steve Ranazizi? <laughs> I think so. A lot of people are saying it's one of the best impressions, one of the most topical. They're looking, SNL this year is looking for who can do a Steve Ranazizi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're going to stunt cast it. <laughs> Widely sought after impression, that's for sure. Yeah, they're bringing in Matt Damon this season to play him. I feel like it'd just be cheaper to bring him in to play him. But, you know. Steve is like, I'll do it. I need to do something. <laughs> He'll do an I'll make fun of myself, for real. Do an impression of himself. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have the pride that Jeff Dunham has. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Well, well, let's uh, uh, do some plugs. Some plugs. Okay. Um, I got a new pod coming out on the Sonar Network soon in June. Uh, it's called the Public Access Podcast. And uh, yeah, it's like a kind of comedy anthology series where every episode is kind of different, but it's all centered around a uh, fake community access podcast network. Amazing. Nice, nice. Yeah. And you Pretty can find you can go to the sonarnetwork.com, see a full profile on Ev with direct links to his social media. And mm-hmm. that podcast will be popping up on there soon. We'll be tweeting it out at mm-hmm. Spook Podcast. Mm-hmm. I think it's coming out uh June, but there may when is this episode coming out? Next two weeks, probably, or maybe even Next this Monday. Okay. Well, there might be the, the feed. We're hoping to have it up live before this episode drops. So if for whatever reason you want to subscribe and then in yeah. like a month or so an episode will come out, uh, you can do it now before you forget. Totally. Maybe. And- uh, maybe not. And if, if it's not ready yet, then I'm sorry. And that's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the case, we'll be we'll be tweeting it when that when that happens and uh, keep an eye out for uh, my sketch group, uh, Boy Girl Party Sketch and uh, my other podcast, uh, Believe It or Not. And uh, Cody's other uh, podcast. Yeah, Joel would be so happy that I mentioned Merge Boot on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, check out Ev's episodes on there uh, where we broke down The Masked Singer if you want to just relive that show for some reason. <laughs> yeah, well, 
I, I, you told me before we started recording that Massinger is back. I did not know this. I got to get back on, uh, back on that. We would love to get back on the merch booth, talk about the reveals. Exactly. It, this is the, uh, the <laughs> podcast that all of our Survivor fans want and need. And are not mad about it at all. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> and uh, spooked. Spooked. Check it out. You already are, probably. Hopefully. <laughs> awesome. 